Welcome to Marta the Minimalist, a podcast for entrepreneurs like you, looking to minimalize your life, business, and mindset with your host, CEO, speaker, and best-selling author, Marta Saray Greca. Are live on Facebook. We're recording the newest episode of Marta the Minimalist exclusively for you, the members of the Minimalist Method for Prosperous Female Entrepreneurs. And of course, if you're not in that Facebook community, you want to click the link in the show notes in the description in the comments to get in on my Facebook community and get first dibs on these interviews with experts like Sarah Macon, who's incredibly impressive. She's just built an empire that's literally changing lives. And she's going to tell us the key thing that led to her tremendous success. I mean, she's, she's, I'll let her brag about herself. And even though she's a very humble person, so she might have a hard time with it. So I might have to lead the witness here a little bit. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk to you guys about mental health and entrepreneurship, because oftentimes as an entrepreneur, you might have days where you're like, I think I just need to go get a job. And guess what, guys, that doesn't stop happening. Even whenever you're like in the multi six figures, I talked to some, or even in the seven figures, uh, when it's like, I just want to sell my business and get out of here. Um, and you feel alone. Oftentimes as an entrepreneur, you feel alone because those around you don't quite get it. And here's where uh, Sarah Macon and Macon Wellness are stepping in to help. So Sarah, can you tell everybody, first of all, your story and how you got to uh, start your brand? Oh yeah, absolutely. So it all started in middle school when I was uh, going through some really tough times personally and I got connected with a really wonderful counselor and he completely changed my life. And I've just really been on a mission ever since then to give this gift back to the masses. It's actually so funny when I think back to things, I used to get in trouble for being on the phone for so long, but my parents didn't know that I was on the phone. So my, my friends would talk to me about various things happening in their lives and stuff. And I've just always loved people and wanted to help people. And so that's really been my mission. And so um, I ended up founding Make and Wellness in 2017. And we are an online therapy company that's on a mission to help millions of people to heal and become happy again through excellent online therapy. We're currently licensed in the state of Pennsylvania and we support patients all throughout PA. And we have been growing leaps and bounds year over year. And it's been such an exciting journey and it's been such a fun and interesting ride for sure. Oh, nice. And, and you've now got what multiple people underneath you as uh, not underneath you, but as part of your team, you've got multiple locations, maybe not now, because I know that you had to do a pivot whenever COVID happened and you did pivot into the online space, which you already had tapped into before COVID. You're one of the pioneers in the, in the state to do that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what you attribute to be your biggest, your biggest element to the success that you get to enjoy now? And tell us a little bit about what that success means. Brag about yourself a little bit. Tell me your accomplishments. Okay. Yeah, so we've a very, like I mentioned, a very fast growing uh, company. We have about 36 team members at this point in time, and we've um, directly and indirectly influenced about 800 lives already, which has been such an amazing experience. 
Um, we've won a couple of different awards. Um, we've won the resiliency award through WeBank um, and different, just like different sort of industry awards as well. And the biggest thing that I love to brag about is our team. We have the most incredible team. We have incredible therapists. We work with wonderful billers. We work with amazing client care specialists. We have the best clients on the planet. Um, I always attribute everything to them. And I always give our wonderful team the credit. They're so passionate and so committed. And so, you know, having the right people and surrounding yourself with the right people um, both in business and personally is so important because you talk about, you know, people sometimes being alone and something that I've noticed, um, in business is if you're not surrounded by people who have similar goals as you, it can be hard to relate, um, certain challenges that we may get to experience when you talk to someone else who, doesn't have a business or is on a different sort of life track will not be able to re to relate. So something that I have been very intentional about is who I spend my time with. I'm actually extremely introverted. And so by the time I'm spending time with people, I want it to be the right people that fill me up and vice versa. So part of that is really spending time with the right people. And if you have people in your life that are chronically draining you, that you know, are not adding value or the ones that are encouraging you, like, oh, why don't you just give up and do this instead? Or, you know, those are not the best people to be surrounded by because you're going to lose faith in yourself and you're going to lose faith in whatever it is that you're doing. So um, I think that's really important. Yeah. I think the old saying is that you are an average of the five people you hang out with the most, right? And oh, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head because sometimes maybe we'll go to our girlfriends prior to discovering the entrepreneurial realm of masterminds, right? You'd maybe go to your girlfriends or you'd go to your husband or your mom, your sister, your dad, whatever. And they'll say very nice things in, in, in an effort to try to protect you. Like maybe you should, you know, you shouldn't risk that. You shouldn't go for that. You know, they want to protect you. They want to keep you safe often or, um, it'll come from a place of why would you do that? Right. But the people that are around you and go just going, why would you do that? Whenever you do accomplish it are the ones who say, how did you do that? Would you say that that's a fair assessment, Sarah? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And just because they have an opinion, um, or some advice, it doesn't necessarily mean you should take it. Um, for instance, I'm, I'm not going to take fitness advice from someone who isn't like a certified personal trainer or someone who doesn't have the type of body that I want to have. I'm not going to go to some random person and ask them for dental advice. I'm going to go to a dentist. And so part of it is really being mindful. Of who do you listen to? And I think in this day and age, everyone um, shares their opinions on different things, but not everyone has the expertise to really share a valid opinion. Um, I get opinions thrown at me every single day. And I hear a lot of different things and I'm always filtering, uh, you know, is this relevant? Does this person really have the, do they have the true expertise in this or are they just kind of sharing something that they don't know too much about? And so whenever you 
filter people's opinions through that lens, you start to notice that the opinions to be taken seriously are substantially uh, decreased. So I've always found that to be very helpful as well. Yeah, I remember a conversation occurring among a group of girlfriends and one of them saying to the other, like, you don't need to be going to therapy with your um, with your teenage daughter. You need to just be talking to us. We're the ones who know you the most. We're the ones who care about you the most. And that's where I kind of stepped in and I was like, well, here's why that doesn't work. <laughs> why would you say there's a big difference between going to the people who love you the most, know you the most, versus going to um, a licensed or even not even licensed, but a, but an experienced professional, certified professional or a professional. Oh, absolutely. And this is regards to therapy specifically. I just want to make sure or yeah. just in general. Therapy. Okay. Oh, that, okay. That's a great question, Marta. So there, there's a very different relationship that you have with your family and your loved ones compared to a licensed professional counselor, professional therapist. Therapists are able to look at things in a much more objective way than how your family and your loved ones look at things. And they are also trained in like how to identify different patterns and different treatments and methodologies that can be extremely effective and you know, are backed by science and can help you to change different patterns or behaviors or different thought patterns that you want to change. So it's a very different experience. And um, another thing to consider too, is sometimes reaching out to our friends and our family members can be helpful for certain things. But if you have some deep seated challenges or chronic challenges that you've experienced for a long period of time um, and you continue to do what you've always done you'll continue to get what you've always got so if you want things in your life to change you're going to have to change things in your life and getting connected with a professional therapist is a wonderful way of doing so and many times reaching out is the hardest part something that we've heard from our clients it's like scheduling the appointment online or like calling us or texting us like that initial step can be so difficult um but it typically is so worth it whenever you follow through with with therapy yeah and if you're looking for the link on okay well how do i get in on this magic online therapy that the links will be in the show notes and the descriptions of wherever we have this post-it for you to check out Sarah's website. Um, and I'll remind you of that later as well. But the question for you, what I what I actually, not a question, what I would love to embellish on is that oftentimes, you know, we're talking about family and conversations that do need to happen with family members about boundaries and standards and expectations. And um, we maybe would feel like we're in an endless cycle of toxicity or endless cycle or an argument that just keeps going on and on and on and seeking professional help will actually give you the tools you need to have the conversations you do need to have with family. When, um, one of the biggest things that I hear from female entrepreneurs is I can't move forward with this because my husband won't let me, I can't move forward with this because my husband doesn't agree. My husband doesn't support this. My husband has an opinion about the amount of money versus the amount of that I'm spending versus the amount of money that I'm bringing in. 
that I will say is like one of the number one things that's affecting at least female entrepreneurs. What would you say about that? How would you have that conversation with someone who you really want something, but they really aren't going to support you? That is a really great question. That's a very challenging situation to be in. If you know, you're with someone that might not be entirely supportive of you or your dreams or your efforts and having very open and honest conversations about, you know, your goals, their goals, the family's goals, and really considering what an investment could potentially yield. Because if you are making the right investments in the beginning, there should be a return on the investment. So considering that point of view as well, but also looking at power dynamics in relationships and something that we've seen sometimes when people get together, they're at different levels, you know, financially, emotionally, um, and in different ways. But, you know, as you know, Marta, people are always growing and changing and evolving. And so this, the kind of power dynamics that could have been present whenever you entered the relationship um, may be different now. And so talking about that and really working through that is very important. And another thing to really consider, and this is more from a financial end, is really how you and your partner set up your finances too. And if they have been set up in a way where it's no longer working out ideally and it's completely fine, completely fine to change them as well. Big one too. I, I, that, that, I mean, that actually had just come up recently in an um, onboarding conversation with a client. So I love that you helped me to address that um, because oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we are afraid to take that step forward. And so we'll tell ourselves these stories in our heads of, well, I can't until so-and-so approves, right? I can't until um, this is resolved or that is resolved. What would you have to say about that? What I would have to say about X needs to happen before Y happens. Yeah. yeah. That's a great question. So sometimes we can rationalize things or kind of come up with different sort of excuses or different things in order to not take action. And so just really asking yourself, okay, why do I think that? Is that really true? And there's this other concept too. Um, I believe the author's name is Gay Hendricks and he wrote a book called The Big Leap. Oh yeah. The Great Leap, The Big Leap. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It is such an amazing book and I would highly recommend everyone who's tuning in to read it um, because this gentleman was actually a therapist to these very high net worth founders and CEOs. I believe he was a Michael Dell's therapist or a therapist or um, life coach, but he is, um, he was licensed at one point in time. Um, anyways, he, what he talks about in the big leap is how successful people can experience kind of ceilings that they set for themselves in their lives. And they believe that they only deserve a certain level of success or happiness or level, what have you. And they become stuck and that the most successful people are the ones that see where am I unnecessarily limiting myself 
and working through that so you can help yourself get to the next level. So I highly recommend that book. And he also talks about the upper limit problem. And that was the exact thing that I was just sharing with you. And when you start to learn about these things, you can start to apply these concepts immediately in your personal and professional life. I mean, I even last week experienced something where there's a pretty large investment that I know I need to make. And I've been procrastinating, which is completely unlike me. And I asked myself, why am I procrastinating? And when I was talking to one of my mentors about it, I was saying, well, this is such, you know, this is so expensive. And she's like, this is going to take your company to the next level so much faster and easier. She's like, you need to look at the cost of investment versus what it's actually going to yield. And whenever I got reminded of that, I actually signed and sent back a contract today for that specific thing that I was procrastinating on. Yeah. Yeah. But having this awareness is important. And for me, I caught my, this period of time took about a week. Um, But if you don't have the awareness, it could very easily last on like weeks or months or even years or for some people, even decades. And if you're waiting decades to get started on something, um, you know, why are you wasting your life just waiting to do something that you want to do? Right. Cause the time's going to pass regardless. So you might as well pass the time in the situation that you currently have, which might be okay and might be fine. Or you could take the steps now to compress the timeline of when you want your goals to happen. Right. And, um, speaking of goals, you have shared that in, um, one of the biggest thing that impacted of you reaching your goals is to be aware of them, to consistently look at them. You, you know, you mentioned, uh, prior to even going live that you have it, you know, on the desktop that you look at every day that you're consistently taking an analysis of your day and your actions and whether they're bringing you closer to your goals and what your goals are. So what do you want to share with us? What some of your 2022 goals are and how perhaps the audience and I can support you. Oh yeah, absolutely. So really the biggest goal that I have and my team has in place is ongoing expansion. So we're bringing on additional incredible licensed providers and we're supporting more and more clients. And so that's biggest goal um, of 2022. And we're getting it, uh, we have it broken down into different quarters and what those numbers need to look like. Um, So having the big goal in mind, but breaking it down into realistic and objective goals is very important. Typically what I do for myself is I stretch my goals. So I think what's possible and I add like 20% onto that and stretching them. And many times it does happen. Sometimes it doesn't happen. Um, and that is okay. Cause ultimately it's about the progress that you're making. And if you don't have that intention or that goal out there, you're, it's not going to happen. So there's a lot of different things that, that I do. And like my team does to ensure that we're on track. You mentioned the one thing I wrote, I have a whole list of my biggest goals of 2022 and I put it on my monitor every single day. 
Um, I have actually a wallpaper that I designed um, for my cell phone. And it has the, the goal of the of make and wellness and basically quantifying how that looks like. And I've been looking at that thing every single day for the past like two years, uh, consciously and subconsciously. So I do that. Um, I know a lot of people like to do vision boards. I've done that as well. And that's a great way to look at things if you're more visual. I'm personally, I'm more of a numbers person. I like to see numbers and metrics. Um, so you have to kind of consider how your brain best functions and setting up your goals in a way where you can easily understand and, and digest everything. Um, so we do that. I do a goal check-in with my leadership team every single Monday. We all you know, keep each other accountable for the goals that we set for ourselves. And um, I take a lot of, I measure a lot of things, both personally and professionally. Um, so I find that to be very helpful because you can't really fudge numbers too much. So, yeah. Well, one of the ones that I love is setting passwords and usernames to your goals. So you're constantly keying them in. And um, unless you're like Sarah and I, we don't know what half our passwords are because the team usually puts passwords in for us, right? But for the account that you do have access to that you do put in your password every day, like my, my phone code is uh, manifesting um, strategized. And I have reminders that pop up on my laptop that say, congratulations on X. And these are goals that I'd love to happen because if you have these goals and you would love for them to happen, they're already there for you to take. So they're guaranteed for you to happen. If you keep your eye on the prize and you, uh, I definitely have the vision board and, um, and all of that good stuff. So I'm, I'm all about it. And love the idea of having it as a desktop and a screen and, um, screensaver and phone desktop as well, because I, I, or wallpaper, because I have that going on too. So I love all of that. So if you guys want to have some practical tips to reach your goals, you should certainly try those out as well. Um, and just a reminder that um, I wanted to go back to, you know, what we have the title of this episode in which is 72% of entrepreneurs are affected by mental health issues. Can you talk a little bit about that and how uh, Macon Wellness has stepped in to help? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a disproportionate amount of, of people who are entrepreneurs that have a mental health challenges. So 72% of entrepreneurs directly or indirectly are impacted by mental health challenges. And this is in comparison to the general population in the US, um, which is 48% of non-entrepreneurs. So this is almost double what the population experiences. So it's something that business owners and entrepreneurs absolutely experience. Um, there are a lot of different reasons why um, this could happen. There's, there's a lot of different theories. One theory is that because we think in a different way that sometimes it can affect your, that sometimes you're inclined to have like ADD or ADHD or bipolar disorder um, or manic depressive disorder. Um, and so just being aware that it's so important for you to take care of your mental health. Another thing to consider is, especially when you're in the, in the startup stage of noticed and there's a lot of uncertainty or a lot of changes like with the economy or just even recently with COVID, 
there's a lot of external and internal stressors. And so being able to process through those and have a safe space to let it out, you know, it's not always appropriate for us to talk to our spouses or our partners or our friends about this, um, especially if your uh, stressors are um, of a confidential nature, um, then we highly encourage you to talk to professional counselor about this. Um, actually, whenever I first started making wellness, I was seeing a ton of clients at that point in time. And most of my clients were business owners or entrepreneurs, um, politicians, or they're very uh, high stress, highly stressed individuals. And um, a lot of the sessions were just sharing and processing through different things that have happened where they could not really share about these things outside of session. So it's very important to, to consider that um, and to continue to take care of yourself. Again, there's sometimes um, a hustle and grind culture where some people feel like they have to be working 24 seven or they have to be putting in a lot of hours or working like very, very hard, um, which is fine for a short period of time. But if you make that a habit, you're absolutely going to burn out. And if you burn out, your team is going to and your behaviors and your lead. And so that's not good for yourself. It's not good for your team. And it is not a sustainable of running um, an organization. So I always highly encourage everyone who's in business to have a dedicated uh, counselor that they're able to meet with and that they do meet with, even if it's like every other week, just to make sure that you're on track is super, super important because everything starts with your mind and your brain everything starts with your thoughts and that translates to how you feel, which then translates to how you behave. And when it comes to business, it's all about your behaviors and what you're doing and you can't behave in the proper manner um, or not that you be can't behave in the proper manner, but in order to get the results that you want, it really starts with your brain and how you think. And so it can really help with keeping you on track and can help with reducing your stress and can help with so many other things. Absolutely. And, um, on top of that, I, I like to also explore the energetic field of that, because if you're constantly in doing burnout mode, it's, it's also what's subconsciously happening is your brain is saying, unless you do all these things, your goals will not happen. And so you're in this energetic do, 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 must do, must do, never quit, never quit, never quit. And you're actually, you're thinking that you're working so hard towards a goal, but what you're actually doing is creating an internal energetic block of mistrust, almost as if you don't trust that unless you do X, you don't get Y result. And what you need to understand is that the universe, and we're talking about spiritually here, the universe, God, the divine, the source, Yahweh, whatever your spiritual language is, the unconditional love for the divine for you is, is unconditional. So you don't need to prove yourself and do all these things and burn yourself out. And then you want to feel like you want to quit. Um, 
in order to get the results that you want. So seeking experts like make and wellness to talk through what's really going on. What's, what's, what's weighing you down, what's overburdening you and, and then joining masterminds, like my programs, you know, made to thrive and evolve and the visible VIP. These are the steps that you could take to truly as you're creating solutions in your human realm, the divine realm will follow suit as well. So that's what I would love to, to bring forward, um, into this. And my spiritual language is, you know, God, so God will, you know, will love you endlessly. And so you don't need to like, you don't need to torture yourself and burn yourself out to get to your goals. Right, Sarah. Oh, absolutely. And again, it doesn't work because I have absolutely been there previously like as ironic as it sounds like I remember it was about the second or the third year in I had one of my interns mentioning he he made a joke something about like oh my gosh you're like always here Sarah and I like really was and I remember thinking about it like well you know single in my head you know at the time I was like yeah I'm single like you know I I'm still, you know, in the started stage. And this is me rationalizing to myself. I didn't right. say it to him. Um, right. You know, there's so much to do. And I was such a control freak and not good at delegating. I didn't have clear expectations. I didn't have systems or processes uh, outlined. There were so many things that I wasn't doing. And so many times burnout from the business owner's perspective is because they're not the best delegators. They don't know how to delegate. There's no systems. There's no process. There's no accountability. There's no checks and systems in place. And so it really then goes to that. And then once you get those things in place and you are able to check in and have the right people doing the right things, it really helps out tremendously. And then the team feels better as well and has more ownership and more buy-in and what you know the, com- the company and the team is doing. And so sometimes burnout is... A men- it's a mental thing. Um, and then sometimes in business, it's because it's not set up properly, but just like with anything, it can be adjusted. It's just having like the awareness. Um, Cause I like, remember at that point in time, I remember seeing, um, you know, other companies like, like, how is it that they're managing all these people and like, they're able to hire more easily and all this stuff. And I realized it was because I had a lot of learning and growing to do um, as a professional to be able to get to that uh, level and burning yourself out doesn't really, doesn't really help at all. No. And it's not fun. <laughs> yeah. We often have that myth in our business that unless we're there 24 seven doing it all, it's not our business. We feel like in order to take ownership of the results of our clients and uh, of the success of our enterprises, that we have to be a part of hundred percent of it, which isn't the case, as you said. Um, so you guys, if you have been inspired by Sarah, which I'm sure you have, as I always am, uh, make sure that you are going to click on that link to schedule your, uh, consultations or to f- at least start to discover your path to online therapy, which they've been pioneers in this solution for not just entrepreneurs, but anybody who's seeking to, uh, find, emotional mental support through a very convenient online space that doesn't require you to drive out. And what's the weather today in Pittsburgh? It's like 
freezing. <laughs> you get to stay yeah. in the comfort of your own, especially if you're balancing family and you're, uh, you're needing to make these appointments, but also being present for your family. Um, certainly your therapist will help you to find the boundaries in that, but, um, that's a solution that you can certainly, um, that you can certainly seek, especially in a world where I'm finding that there is a quite the shortage in waiting lists of seeking their uh, therapeutic help. And I know that you've found a solution to be able to expand and grow and take on new clients. So definitely click on that link and any last words for our listeners or our viewers. Yeah, absolutely. It's just to consider that self-care is absolutely not selfish. It's so important to continue to take care of yourself and taking the step of starting online therapy can make such a big difference. We have such a highly rated team that is so passionate about helping people to heal and become happy again. And we're in network with all the commercial plans throughout the state of PA. So we accept almost all commercial insurance plans. So um, that's another game changer as well. So definitely get started and we're all here to help. And we are so excited to see everyone start their journey to improving their life. Excellent. All right. You guys know where to find her. She'll be tagged uh, in every platform that we share this and we'll be notified of any questions or comments. So please bring them because she loves to connect. Bye everyone.